0: Welcome to Let Me Live Podcast, my life, my rules. My name is Coco Gunn, and I'm so happy you decided to press play. I'm excited to spend the next 15 or 20 minutes with you to help you create a personal development routine, stay motivated, and become the best version of yourself. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you won't miss another episode. Also, feel free to leave a rating and review as it will mean the world to me. Ready to get motivated? Let's get started. Welcome back to Let Me Live Podcast, my life, my rules. I'm your host, Coco Gun, and happy whatever day of the week it is for you. I'm so glad that you guys are back, and I hope that you've had an amazing last two weeks. Today's topic is going to be about the two wolves that control your life, and which one are you actually feeding? So if you're scratching your head right now, uh, it's probably because you haven't heard of the old Native American parable, parable that talks about the two wolves that live inside of you. So to give you an idea of what is going to be discussed today, let's start with the parable, shall we? So an old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy is a terrible fight. And it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, seniority, I'm sorry, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. So this parable has been talked about for Ever and I'm pretty sure that all of us can relate <laughs> to this. Um, you know, one wolf is really just it can control your life, and the other, the other is what we strive to be while still having that balance. Um, so when I think of this parable, I I think of two scenarios. Um, so let's go into those scenarios. The first one is breaking down the two wolves in relation to your ego and in relation to yourself, right? Like the self part. Um, and a lot of us, depending on how we are with our personal development, depending on the amount the, the people we surround ourselves with, it's really challenging, um, to battle ego if you aren't doing the right things to keep it in check. And the reason I say that is because I am dealing with that situation right now in my life. Um, I have made some changes to my dance company and I've started my own team and you know it's tough because now it's my name on the on 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 the title it's my name on the choreography and you know it's it's like you want your team or you know you want them to do really well you want them to train you want them to to develop and they're doing exactly what you asked for them to do but your ego steps in when they're training with someone who is better than you, right? And you're thinking, oh my gosh, am I not doing enough? Am I not training enough? Am I not giving them what they want? When in reality, my path may be different than the person that they're going to get training from. And at the end of the day, they're doing exactly what I asked them to do. So I have been battling my ego in a sense all week, just trying to find that balance and trying to say to myself, you have to see the bigger picture, right? Um, so for me, when it comes to the wolf, let's say wolf number one, right? And in this scenario, I relate it to ego specifically, which means that wolf number one is, is really focused on them. Does not matter who they hurt in the process. It's just my way or the highway. Um, they are, the wolf number one is very in tune to the world revolving around them, uh, they are the end-all, be-all, and their life is more important than anybody else's life. Uh, they always think of themselves first. Um, they usually pro- prioritize their needs over everyone else's needs. And what's funny is when people are thinking in wolf number one, which is your ego, sometimes we tend to have that victim mentality, right? Like, woe's me. It's my f- it's my It's my way. I'm such the victim. Everyone is against me, you know. It turns into a pity party, a pity party, when it comes to dealing with wolf number one, which deals with the ego. And sometimes, and I'm 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 being transparent with you because I'm sure you've had this in the back of your head or you've thought about it, sometimes the ego finds joy in other people failing. And That is the worst place to be because then it becomes like evil. (laughs) I I call that evil. And so you have to really get wolf number one in check. Um, And if you think about it, when you feed this wolf, your life is usually chaotic. It's, It's just a mess and you feel like everyone is against you and you walk around with this negative, angry, bitter attitude. And so you have then wolf number two. Which, in my opinion, in this scenario, is the focus on self, right? Finds the joy in life. They are um, able to give without expecting anything in return. Um, they try to live their life on, on on adding value to every situation, right? They want to see the joy in the in the life in people. They want to give back. They want to see people. Happy, um, and they have a growth mentality. They're constantly working on themselves. They're constantly growing. They're constantly, you know, improving. And wolf number two is usually humble, right? They are, they don't take compliments very well. They, they stay under the radar as <laughs> much as they possibly can. Um, and they usually care about overall human well being, you know, and they move with their heart, right? And what feels good, and they are attracted to what feels good. You know, like like the grandpa was saying in the parable, right? The other wolf is usually full of joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness. You know, empathy, generosity. So both of these wolves are we all deal with. You deal with your ego, and you deal with self, right? And they can both be seen as bad, good, and bad um, to a certain extent, but. I'm going to trip you up a bit because I came up with this idea of, okay, you know, when I think of my ego, when I think of, you know, how that comes out in my life, there's actually a positive side to this. And hear me out. I know you're probably thinking in your head, like, what, what can possibly come from having a big ego? (laughs) Um, And let me just hear me out on this, on this small little piece. So when i broke this down for myself right and where i think of things in the process and where i think of of where where i stand in reference to ego and to self i think of wolf number 1 as actually purpose driven meaning that there when it comes to ego if you take out the negativity the negative piece that surrounds what we what we uh what we say about the ego Usually when you are thinking of doing something doing something good for yourself, right? Going after that promotion or you know writing that book that you've been waiting on on writing, right? This involves the mind. This involves a development of a plan. So wolf number 1 can actually be seen as your purpose driven self. Meaning that you're tenacious, you're hardworking, you are determined, um, you are full of courage. Usually you're fearless, you just go after it regardless of whatever the consequences may be, and you're usually strong willed. So there's two sides, I think, to the ego there's the negative side, which is jealousy, envy, you know, um, bitter, angry. And then there's also the purpose driven side of ego, because if you didn't have an ego to a, to a certain extent, you probably wouldn't be accomplishing as many things as you may be accomplishing in your life because that requires a, a certain drive. That requires um, a plan, and you usually don't get that when you're thinking from self, right? When you're thinking about, oh, the world is such a beautiful place. Da 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 da. No, you're going. You're a go getter. So, I think Wolf Number One can be tied into both. It's just deciding on which side you want. Do you want to feel, do you want to feed the ego side of the, of wolf number one, or do you want to feel the purpose driven side of wolf number one? And I think it's very important that you find the difference because there could be a time in your life where you're really thinking about feeding this ego, and you're like, oh, hype myself up and compliments. But at the end of the day, those those feelings are only temporary. Like, they're not going to last forever. But if you're hardworking, if you're determined, if you are strong-willed, you're going to see that you're going to automatically have your ego fed if you're working on those things. And it doesn't have to come from somebody else. It's actually coming from you if that makes sense. Um, Wolf number two, right? Like I had talked about it being self in the original parable, but to me, wolf number two is actually your inner self, like who you are on the inside, who you are working on on the inside. So that could be compassionate and empathetic and you move from your heart. You move from what feels good to you, what makes your heart feel good good the joy the happiness that you give to others that is to me what wolf number 2 stands for and i honestly believe that you can do you can feed them both right um purpose driven self you can feed that you can feed that wolf all the time by your accomplishments by your hard work at your job by your hard work in, in working on those things that you know going to the gym or being physically fit those are to me are things that you feed your purpose driven self your inner self or wolf number two, is really tied to how you are mentally preparing yourself. You know, what are you doing to fuel your mind? What are you doing to create that positive, that positive mindset for yourself? Now, don't get me wrong. Parable number one, where it's wolf number one is ego, wolf number two is self, is still relatable. But I think we get so caught up in those two that we don't realize that there's actually a better version that we have, it's just that we haven't really talked about it. It's either you feed the ego or you feed yourself. <laughs> feed yourself. Um, but if you're able to distinguish between the two of those and say to yourself, okay, look, I don't I don't mind being this humble person. I don't mind, you know, helping other people, but I also need to help myself. And I think that's where the version that I came up with makes makes a little bit more sense for me cuz that way I'm not feeling bad. I'm not thinking to myself, "Oh my god, I'm I'm just stroking my ego." <laughs> right? No, I'm I'm actually just being successful and and filling that mind bucket, you know, cuz usually purpose-driven self deals with your mind. Like what what your mind says is, is right, or what your mind wants to achieve. And I think both your purpose driven self and your inner self go hand in hand. And I think it's very, very important that you do feed the both of those because I don't know about you, but when I'm hungry, I get super angry and cranky. And if you're not feeding both of these wolves in your lives, one of them is going to get upset. And I know this sounds crazy, right? Like in your mind, you're like, why is she talking about wolves? And because it's the best way to explain this the scenario, right? Is is you have two people, two wolves, two rabbits, two deers, whatever you want to call them, inside of you. And depending on how you handle and how you feed those selves, depends on it. Well, actually, is a direct reflection into your life. So my recommendation to you is to say, hey, you know what? I'm not trying to feed my ego or myself. I'm trying to feed my purpose-driven self. I'm trying to feed that thing that's going to help me become successful, you know, and help me stay focused on the path that I that I'm supposed to be into. So when it comes to your ego, which I think is the biggest piece in this topic today for me is, you know, what are things that you can that you can do to control your ego? Because At the end of the day, it is probably the number one thing that hurts relationships, hurts things in your job, um, it hurts your family, is you just get so caught up in the me, 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 me that you miss out on so many great things. So let me give you some tips to help you control your ego. Um, Number one, and this is one that I have to work on, (laughs) is um, trying not to take things personal. Um, I have a really huge, huge problem with that. It's hard for me to take constructive criticism because I'm trying to be the best person that I can for everybody. And I will take things ultra personal, even though they're not related to me, right? Usually it's a projection, like someone's just frustrated with what they have going on and I end up being the target and I take it extremely personal. And the next thing you know, I'm cutting people off and I'm like, you're a bad person. This turns into this whole big, Big deal. Um, And it's tough. And, you know, it's like, man, like I want to take things personal, but sometimes it's just someone projecting onto you and has nothing to do with you. But you take it that way because you're right in the middle of those emotions, right? So definitely, if you can, try to work on not taking things as personal because life is too short, (laughs) honestly. Uh, Number two is to accept your mistakes. Listen. We're all human. There is nobody on this planet that is 100% perfect, even though we try to be. <laughs> and it's even worse now that we have social media to help make us look perfect, right? Um, so remember that, hey man, you're. If, as long as you fail forward, you're just gonna get back up, right? And it's okay to make mistakes because usually those mistakes are a learning experience. And you learn a lot, trust me. You learn a lot from just running into that wall. And sometimes you're running into that wall three or four times. Sometimes you're running into it once, you learn a lesson, but it's okay to accept that you're not human and it's totally okay to accept that you're gonna make mistakes. Um, And if you need to hear more about this, I did an episode, I think it was two episodes ago, either 23 or 24, where I talked about human being versus human doing. And so I highly suggest you... Listen to that if you have a moment, if you're struggling with accepting the fact that you're making a lot of mistakes and it's not normal. Like, I never make mistakes. We all do. Trust me. Now, are some mistakes worse than others? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that you're any less of a person or that you're any less human. It just means that you're just living life and you're learning as you go. Uh, Number three is know that you aren't the best at everything. Um, (laughs) this is totally me. I've all the ones that are all the ones that I'm listening to you listening today. This one is the one that is the toughest for me. I have this habit of wanting to be good at everything that I do. So I have my career. I have this podcast. I have my dance team. I have my solo. I have my coaching clients, right? I want to be good at all of them. And what happens is you end up being a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none. And so I'm I'm having to go through that process right now. And for me, it just makes me realize and refocus on what my purpose is Um, because not everyone has the same path as you. And just because they're in the same industry as you or just because they have the same role as you doesn't mean that you guys have to do things exactly the same. Um, that's what makes, that's what makes it, it so fun. I think in my opinion is to, to find your niche and find your, your avatar. I was talking to my, one of my girls, Rosa, I love you. Thank you for your pep talk today. Um, and she made me realize that, Hey man, there's no need to feel like you have to be the best at everything. Be the best at your niche, you know, be the best at what your purpose is. Just because it's kind of like saying like, well, you know, I want to be a singer, right? And my specialty is ballads. I am not going to be as good as someone that does opera, right? Two different niches. I need to be the best at doing ballads and they can be the best at doing opera, right? So it's okay to be like, hey man, I'm not good at everything and it's okay to try. And sometimes you got to scale back and narrow it down and say, okay, I have too many things going on on my plate. Let me find out which one I love the most and let me be good at that. (laughs) So don't be like Coco and have several things that you want to be good at because you're going to drive yourself crazy, which is kind of where I'm at right now, but I'm learning. And last but not least um, is number four. The ego never dies. It will always be there. The thing that you have to do is get control. And that's the hardest thing to do because when you feed the ego, you feel good for the moment. But then when it's not getting fed, you become this angry, nasty, bitter, jealous person. So it's kind of like you have to raise that red flag and be like, okay, my ego feels good now, but this isn't gonna last forever, so how can I put it in check to where I'm not in the same situation of frustration or anger or bitterness or jealousy because I did not it wasn't fed properly. So what I want you to do is instead of feeding the ego, I want you to work on feeding your purpose-driven self. And that involves personal development. That involves going after your goals. That does not involve running over people and tackling them and making them feel less because you want to get to the top. That's the difference. Feed the purpose-driven self and not the ego. The inner self will come into play as well. But those are the two things that I know for myself I am battling on a daily basis because I'm doing so much. And so that is, that to me is so important. And and you know as you go through life you have to really pay attention to which wolf you're feeding and which wolf the people around you are feeding because that plays a role too your circle of friends could be feeding your ego right and and they're bumping you up and they're making you but then if they stop becoming your friends are you having a falling out or you have a falling out resentment is built and then you lose excuse me ah. you lose friendships and you burn bridges Okay, um, another thing to remember is that what what happens when, when one, one of these wolves isn't fed properly, right? It's kind of like your body, right, in general. If you're feeding it nasty things, lots of fast food, lots of high-fat foods, grease, lots of sugar, you're you're going to see the results of that, and it's not going to be good. But if you're feeding your body good, positive, healthy things – the outcome is a lot better. And the same goes for which of those two wolves that you're feeding. If you're feeding your ego nasty, hateful things, that's what you're gonna become. If you're feeding your purpose-driven self, those positive, driven, courageous, fearful things, you're gonna see better results. And last but not least, and I say this, I think on every episode, you have to be patient with this process, you guys. It is not easy trying to get things under control. It doesn't happen overnight. Rome was not built in one day. So if you're working on making some changes to better control your ego, you're working on how to, how to just work more towards self in the sense of what's best for you and not, and, and not the way of like, oh, it's about me, right? You can still be a, a grateful and compassionate human being without having an ego involved. I'm not saying it's not a bad thing. Like I just mentioned, it's never, it's always gonna be there. I'm just saying there's a way to gain control to where you're not constantly living your life looking for those things that fuel your ego. You're looking for those things that fuel that purpose-driven self. So before I go, I've got three questions for you. Um, number one is what things in your life trigger your ego? Number two What ways do you feed wolf number one over wolf number two, and why? And last but not least, from the list above, which I just talked about, of the four things that help you control your ego, try not to say things personal, accept your mistakes, know that you aren't the best, ego never dies, which one of those do you find the most challenging to do? So leave me a DM or send me a a message via Facebook or Instagram or via my email. And I want to know what those answers to those questions are because I'm curious to see if some of you guys can relate to what I'm experiencing in your own lives. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope it provided some value for you. And if it did, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get notifications on new episodes. And if you really enjoy it, Please share as well as for free to, feel free to leave me a review. It helps me more than you know. You can stay in touch with me via my Instagram page at Let Me Live Podcast or my personal page, Coco with a K <laughs> underscore gun. And if you have any topic suggestions, you can email me at let me live podcast at gmail.com. I hope you have an amazing next two weeks, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye!